Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, the show for podcasters by podcasters. In this show, I'm going to be giving you the tips, tricks, and anything else you need to get your podcast launched and keep it moving past the pod fade and into the stratosphere. Here we go. Hey everyone, Wayne here from the Podcasters Podcast. Today, my guest is Andy Wong from the Inspired Money Podcast. Um, he is with uh, Green Tree Capital Management, and I believe you guys are using the show um, in combination with that, maybe as a marketing funnel, maybe not. We'll get into some more detail, but um, go ahead and talk a little bit about your show, what it's about, and kind of how you got started, and we'll go ahead and dig in there. Great. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Wayne. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, just one quick correction. It's Runnymede Capital Management. Oh, sorry. Runnymede. No worries. No worries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Inspired Money. I launched the podcast just about six months ago now. It was September 1 of 2017. And uh, I'm about 34 episodes in, I think. 34 episodes published. And it's very much, I think, a passion project. It's something that I have been... I conceptualized. I... I book, I edit, I interview, I, I do everything uh, for <laughs> nice. better or worse. So certainly I can answer questions about uh, anything podcast related as far as the show goes. I am the guy. Um, <laughs> and I also have a registered investment advisory firm. It's a family run business and running me capital management, sort of the podcast. I try to link it in there so that it's a uh, related. I mean, the company is essentially the sponsor of the podcast and I want to uh, generate business. So I try to keep them linked together so that it's not two separate entities entirely. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, your other partners will be like, Hey, what are you doing with all that time? Exactly. <laughs> now, I can, <laughs> now I can, now I can rationalize why I do it during working hours sometimes. There you go. A little bit of ROI there, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So you, uh, so you said you're, you're handling everything. So you're, you know, chief cook and bottle washer with the, uh, with the whole show doing your edits and everything like that. Soup um, to nuts. Yeah. So what kind of inspired you to start the show and, you know, kind of take on uh, all this responsibility? Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. It's like you ask that question before one starts and then sort of in the middle and then towards the end. And I'm sure that you get like right. a whole variety of different answers. Um, started out, I think like most as a podcast listener. So, uh, I was, I feel like I, I was late to the game listening to podcasts. Serial was the first podcast that I started listening to. I think I'm not in a small group saying that. No, that, that was the kind of like the, the starter for a lot of people. <laughs> that got me started. I had two different cousins who I ran into separately and they both asked me, have you, have you listened to Serial? And I said, no, I haven't. What is that? And uh, next thing you know, I was like binge listening to the first four episodes and then waiting every week uh, <laughs> eagerly to yep. see what happens next. And then it, while waiting for the new show to be published, you start looking around and seeing what else is out there. 
So I started listening to a lot of um, business podcasts, shows about running a small business, marketing, and really just trying to learn uh, during my uh, commute to and from work or while doing dishes. I really liked the uh, podcast format, that it was on demand, and that, that I could choose what I was going to listen to, and that it was productive. Um, right. you know, it was a way to make the dishwashing time uh, that I got something out of it. It wasn't just a yeah, waste of time. No, absolutely. I do the exact same thing. And it's, it's funny. It's, um, there's a term out there. It's um, audio listening, something that you don't have to say no to because your ears just always pick up information even passively. So right. you can do something with your hands and your eyes and even your mouth and, you know, be talking and doing other things and still be listening to a podcast. So, you know, it's awesome. But like book reading or video watching, et cetera, you have to only have that one focus or else, you know, you can't really pay um, you know, good attention to it. So it's really awesome that that's the one thing that we can definitely multitask with a hundred percent and i would go as far to say that in my unscientific study <laughs> i did have courses in college where totally i fell asleep but i i actually think that i learned something because when it came to test time i did okay so i figured i must have heard it like my subconscious mind picked it up so Just pulled it in i so know i've work. done that i absolutely know i've done that actually i think i did that yesterday i was just kind of dozing but i was listening to something and i was like oh let me try this um, but i know i wasn't awake so yeah so it still gets in there so i think like listening to some shows like uh like Pat Flynn's uh, Smart Passive Income. And then I was listening to, I guess, a lot of marketing podcasts. Uh, yeah, marketing podcasts. And they were encouraging um, like the benefits of why uh, the podcasting format and media is a good way to uh, garner trust or win the trust of your prospective clients. Yeah, no, and, absolutely. You know, I think that those resonated with me. And the fact that I was spending more and more time every day listening to podcasts, I, I started saying to myself, is this something that I can do? And should I give it a try? So that's what happened. I, I decided to take the leap. I think I took about probably about three months from the time where I made the decision to start the podcast doing like really three months of research trying to figure out right. how the technicals are going to work, how the concept of the show was sort of being put together in my head and starting to line up um, like who's going to be my media host, all those things okay. before launching. Nice. Okay, good. So you're doing a lot of that research. So you mentioned Pat Flynn. Now Pat has his own um, podcast tutorial site. It's called um, Power Up Podcasting. Um, yep. Were you part of that or did you find your information elsewhere? I, <laughs> I kind of found it wherever I could get it. Okay. Um, Pat Flynn's his power up podcasting, I think that launched after, um, like I was, it, it didn't come out ahead of like where I was in the planning stage. So okay. I don't think it existed yet, or maybe it was in a beta, uh, program, but, uh, I think it officially launched sort of in conjunction around the time that I was launching my podcast pretty close in timing. Okay. I did, um, what else did I listen to? I listened to uh, entrepreneur on fire. Right. John, John Dumas, he yep. has a lot of like free webinars and content that he's created to help podcasters uh, prepare and producing and launching a podcast. I did enroll in the Showrunner podcast uh, course. Okay. There's a Showrunner podcast uh, hosted by Johnny Naster oh, and all right. Jared Morris. 
I actually have not heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared is in Texas since I know that you spent some time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Johnny Naster's in Canada somewhere. Hmm, but okay. um, yeah, the two of them have multiple podcasts that they've been involved in independently of one another. And then right. they got together and created the Showrunner podcast, which is really trying to help podcasters to learn how to, how to be a showrunner which okay. is really trying to do everything. Excellent. Yeah, actually, um, I just went ahead and searched for it and found their information. So I want to look a little bit into what they're doing and probably listen a little bit because um, I'm in the same boat. So, and actually, um, you've, you know, we've talked about Pat Flynn a couple of times now. Same thing with John Lee Dumas. They're very much of a... Of, oh, an Wayne, you're frozen. Oh, uh, right here. Okay, you're back. Yeah. Internet connection unstable. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> that sounds bad. Gotta love that one. All right, we'll yeah, fix that one. Things are back, right? Or yeah, no? I hope so. Can you hear me? Kind of back. Okay, how's that? There we go. I can hear you. Are we better? So far, so good. All right. (laughs) Technical issues, but yeah, so far, so good. Good old technology. Gotta love it. So, um, so yeah, so the showrunner podcast and, um, you know, they're teaching people to do podcasting and kind of help with a lot of that stuff, which is awesome because I'm doing the same thing. So that's really what the premise of this show is, um, is to just kind of help and inspire, you know, people to launch, you know, same kind of, of scenario. And, you know, just like we had mentioned Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas, um, it's very much of a mindset around abundance. So even though they're quote, you know, competitors, um, you know, I'm not out to compete and say like, Hey, can I take business from them? Vice versa? You know, what can I do? You know, I want to help everybody out. And, you know, there's, there's more than enough people that want to get in that it would overwhelm all of us. You know, it's there, there isn't going to be one podcast editor or, you know, show runner to say that would be able to handle everything coming in. So, um, I think it's really good that there are, you know, I think of at least three or four other, um, people that are doing a very similar thing. So, um, you know, it's, it's just cool to find out about people like that and see what they're doing. You know, maybe I can learn from it because I'm, I'm new at this game. So, <laughs> well, as you said, it's a big world. So there's, there's uh, plenty for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what have been some of the, um, I guess, largest uh, technical hurdles that you've had to overcome with trying to get your show up and running? Uh, technical hurdles for me, well, let me start just by giving a little bit of background that when it comes to the gear, the hardware, um, I'm pretty much using everything that I owned already because as a hobby, I play guitar, I've performed music, I've had aspirations to record, but really still to this day have not gotten around to uh, creating a, an album or anything. Um, I've, I've used the equipment as like a tool to collaborate with some friends. For example, I've, I've recorded like a duet track and appeared on a couple of friends albums, but for my own, I just haven't gotten my act together and actually recorded anything. But (laughs) because of my avocation as a musician, I have gear for like home studio recording. I have a microphone. Okay. Uh, And then, for live application, like I have a mixer for an annual picnic, you know, I, I do events. Nice. I perform uh, music at weddings and at parties. And, and, uh, so I have gear for that. I have okay. mic stands, I have microphones, I have, uh, as I said, a mixer. So I, right. I'm using everything that I have nice. pretty much. Yeah. So it's just repurposing it. It's repurposing it. So I okay. think from that perspective, it's a little bit interesting because I don't necessarily use the 
standard, like popular uh, microphone for podcasting. Right. Like I'm just using what I own already, which is not bad gear. It's good gear, but Mm -hmm. uh, um, I don't know. So far, so good. I think it works for me. Yeah, no. And actually all your sound, all your sounds, man, my speech today, all your shows sound great. And yes, that's not getting edited out because what I'm trying to show people is yes, we're all not perfect. (laughs) And that's for sure. Yeah. So mistakes do happen. (laughs) Speaking Uh, for myself, I know. Yeah. So um, some people like to go and find every little um and ah and breath and whatnot and pull it out. And I just think it's too much work. I mean, we're we're just people having conversation, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I I don't know. I'm trying to walk that fine line and actually i found that i've edited pretty heavily actually okay because i'm trying to create like the best possible experience for the listener and take out the junk if i can right um but of course it always depends on how much time i have you know some episodes are more heavily uh, edited than others but uh now getting back to your original question so the technical aspect i don't think there have been huge hurdles for me Um, I did the research trying to understand how should I record. Uh, I use GarageBand for my editing. And there is a Pat Flynn uh, YouTube video uh, that I think he had created for Tim Ferriss or he collaborated somehow with Tim Ferriss. He talks about Tim Ferriss in the beginning. And I think Tim may have uh, shared that with his audience or something. But you know, it just shows how Pat, Pat gave some examples on how he can use uh, GarageBand to set up like an audio template uh, mm-hmm. as far as like intro, music, right. um, dropping in where the interview is going to go. And that was very helpful to me. Um, and then I think, yeah, so recording, what else did I do? I did have to look at, I had to look at some uh, YouTube videos and examples. Um, I think Ray Ortega, Mm-hmm. had a good example of doing a mix minus setup. Okay. Because I do do that since I have a mixer here on my desk when I'm doing interviews. Most of my shows, uh, they've all been interview shows. So I'm using right. Skype. Most of them are not done in person. I think I've only done two in person. Okay. Um, the remaining 31 have all been done via Skype. Nice. So I do have a mix minus setup. I have my mixer here. I use my laptop to, to connect via Skype and I'm recording my, my side of the vocal directly uh, into my mixer okay. and then taking the, I guess, the audio from the guest into the mixer into a separate track. Right. Yeah. And then, um, so for, for people that aren't familiar with what a mix minus setup is, could you explain it really quick? Cause I know it's about killing feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can actually, I can answer this for you if you need, but <laughs> yeah, you may have to answer it for me is, I mean, I think for all practical purposes, it's that I've got my vocal mic as the host going into one channel of my mixer and then the Skype audio, which is only the guest, not my voice is going into a separate channel of the mixer. That way I'm getting two separate tracks in my recording and I can edit them separately. That's part of it. So it also, it helps with um, getting rid of feedback when you're using 
kind of external equipment. So like right now, the way that I'm recording everything is I'm doing 100% recording through Zoom. So Zoom's recording your channel and my channel. My mic goes directly to my laptop. I don't have a mixer in this setup. Um, and you're just coming right out of headphones straight out of the Mac. So that's just kind of how that's set. Um, there really isn't feedback because you're kind of held off with the headphones separate. So the microphone can't pick up your vocals and cause that loop. Now, when you have a separate device like a, a mixer or um, I was playing earlier, I was showing you the, the Zoom H5, um, you know, if you're patching in phone calls and multiple lines, you also have to specifically pull all of the sound together so that way you can hear it and find out where your levels are, et cetera. And you will um, unfortunately generate feedback if you're not running a mix minus loop, which will go ahead and actually push sound back in to kind of cancel it out. So it, it's for a feedback handling situation as well as, as kind of the main thing. Um, I literally just answered this question for somebody like not a half an hour ago. <laughs> so I was digging into a lot well, well of the done. details on it. So I was like, hey, well done. mix minus. <laughs> so yeah, you can see that I don't have the technical explanation. I just know why I have it set up that way, what I'm getting out of it. <laughs> the no, details are like, okay. It's good. That's I, I don't really care. As long as it <laughs> as long as I get what I need at the end of the day and it works. Yeah. Uh, that's what matters. I mean, like I said, your show sounds phenomenal. So you're doing it right. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh I think podcasting very much is an experiment. It's an ongoing experiment. And uh I don't know. I I like that about the uh, about the medium. You know, it, it's an experiment about the show's format. It's an experiment about the show's length. It's an right. experiment about yeah how how you're setting different levels or um, you know trying to, to trying to add some like noise reduction or noise gate. Everything every week is a different experiment. <laughs> I hope that. I hope that progressively it's improving and not uh, not going the wrong way. But you never know. You just try a little bit of everything and see uh, see what works and see what doesn't. Yeah, for sure. No, that's it's really what it comes down to is, is it's just kind of like that tense testing mentality. It's like, you know, let's let's try this for a little bit, see if it works. And if it doesn't pivot, figure out something else and go. That's exactly but, right. I mean, that's the that's the mentality that I have and the approach that I've taken. And that's why I think when it comes to podcasting, so much of it is just to get started. It's like, right. take the leap, try it, see what happens. I mean, yeah. many experts say that, okay, record your first 10 episodes and throw them out because you're going to have garbage. <laughs> but whatever your approach is, whether you do that or not, I think that, you know, the, the key is in action. I mean, yes. it's, it's in the activity rather than the planning. You know, you can do all the planning that you want, but you got to get started at some point because that's, that's when you can start measuring and really uh, see what works and what doesn't. No, for sure. Actually, that was the exact inspiration for me starting this. So um, I'm part of several podcasting groups. Um, we mentioned John Lee Dumas. So I'm actually in Podcasters Paradise. And so I've been in there since 2015. So cool. I'm an old timer <laughs> when it comes to that. And um, I help out in there every once in a while. And what I noticed was probably within the span of like three or four hours, it was just kind of one day, I was just going through and trying to answer a bunch of questions. I kept seeing the same things over and over again. And Podcasters Paradise is a course. So it teaches you, um, you know, how to go ahead and start from, you know, from zero all the way out to monetization, you know, getting all the way out there, launching, etc. But one of the things that he does, um, you know, like you know, we just had the conversation about hardware, he'll give you... Um, reviews on like two or three different microphones, right? And so we'll say like, here's the Heil PL40, here's the ATR2100, here's this, this, et cetera. But he never says, hey, when you're starting off, pick this one. 
and just go. And so um, you're, you're left with these choices of which one do you want to choose? The problem is one's $50 and the other one's $500. Yeah. And so it's like, do, do I spend the $500 on the mic? What, like, how should I do this to start? And so some people get this analysis paralysis and then, you know, they, they get fearful in the deer in the headlight look and they just don't know which path to go. And so they start asking and the community is wonderful in there. I mean, it's, you know, they, there's so many people that'll ask or answer questions, but then you'll get both answers because the community is so large. Yeah. And so really that's kind of what my goal has been is I want to try to take someone, you know, regardless of where you're at, either if you're just having this idea or you've been stumbling along for a while, but I want to get you launched and out the door in 30 days. And so it's just, you know, let's, let's just take the action. It's here's the specific hardware. Let's go buy it and don't worry about it right now. Cause we'll get the cheap one and we'll get those first couple of episodes out. And Hey, if the thing takes off and you really love it, awesome. Because then you can afford the $500 microphone if you really want to go that route. But you know, unless you're starting off a podcast company, you know, the, just buy the $50 guy. It works perfect. It's what I'm on yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> I know those, uh, external and internal debates well i mean that's the musician's dilemma it's <laughs> you never know yes. do you buy the 200 dollars guitar or do you buy the 2000 dollars guitar uh they both play fine but which one brings you more pleasure which one so, are... <laughs> i'm showing this in, in the there thing you go. this guy was 60 bucks when i bought it it is a led zeppelin special cheapy little hondo guitar and 60 uh, bucks that's impressive sounds phenomenal i got it in 97 at sam ash um it was one of these hand-me-downs someone brought in and just got rid of and upgraded the guitar and they were you know it was like 60 dollars special just trying to get rid of it and i've had this thing for 20 years now dear god that's amazing <laughs> 20 hey, you've got your money's worth 60 yeah. bucks yep so uh <laughs> same kind of thing just you know diddling with friends and you know playing around a couple of jingles here and there and type of stuff but no i don't have my own album <laughs> cool yeah me too but maybe someday yeah we'll now i'm there. podcasting there's a there's a weekly deadline so that seems to be taking up a lot of time i don't i don't know when a cd's coming out anytime soon but who knows yeah, you got to get all those guest interviews for sure. The uh, the good news is that since I have my gear out now, whereas before I'd have to drag it all out, like I have my stuff all accessible. So I've actually, uh, what is it called? There's a forgotten news podcast, a guy okay. who, uh, it's not a weekly show, but he has a show where he takes old news stories from like the 1920s, just basically old stories that mm -hmm. uh, have been forgotten. And he does all the research and that's his podcast, the Forgotten News Podcast. That's awesome. And <laughs> I've actually submitted, he, he gets other podcasters to uh, either be some of the like vocal actors as voices. Okay. But in my case, I actually submitted two songs where I just sang something acapella for his show. Wow, and that's incredible. since I have my gear out... He, he he contacted me on Facebook and said, "Oh, could you by chance like create like sing this song just the just the chorus of the song?" And I listened to it. I said, "All right, yeah, I'll give it a try." So yeah, I don't know. Maybe since my gear is out, maybe more stuff will happen. Who knows? It's easier to be inspired when it's right at your fingertips, right? For sure, for yeah. sure. Now that I'm familiar it. with, it. I mean, I'm using it on a weekly basis, so um, I don't have to relearn every time I pull the stuff out. <laughs> I get it's, that for sure. It's there. It's, it's, it's right fresh. The it's fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how are you, you know, you had the weekly deadline you were just mentioning. It sounded like it was a little stressful. So how are you handling your interview process? Uh, yeah, at times it is stressful because 
Um, well, this is one piece of advice that I got from a friend before I started. When I was in my kind of planning and brainstorming stage, uh, I'm big into Hawaiian music. That's my, that's another passion of mine. That's, that's the music that I play and perform. And there's a guy who has the Hawaiian music, what is it? The Hawaiian concert guide. Okay. Um, I think he's published over 500 episodes. I don't know over what time period, but wow. he's been at it consistently for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his advice to me was, if you're going to start a podcast, it is a long game. It's not something that you can do for, you know, three weeks or for three months. He's like, commit to doing it for a year. Um, commit to that schedule that you're going to be publishing, do it for a year. And then at that point, take a look to see, is it something that you enjoy doing? Is it something, you know, you can measure, uh, is it worth your time? But he says, you do have to commit, uh, to a longer time period and commit to the process. So I, I have done that. And I found that very valuable because, uh, I spend a lot of time in different Facebook podcasting groups and inevitably, you know, people come in and are either sharing their frustrations and challenges, but they're also people celebrating uh, download milestones. Right. And, you know, one of the evident takeaways is that those who are celebrating a million downloads, it's because <laughs> they've been doing it consistently for four years where they haven't missed a week. Yeah, really. Um, so I, I think that that's a valuable takeaway and that's something that I, I want to do if I can, uh, if I'm able. So as far as planning, my, my strategy, which I think is uh, one of John Lee Dumas's and many others suggestion is that at launch publish, you know, three episodes uh, so that you have several episodes that listeners can download and then uh, that's what I did. I had like okay. a episode zero that was just like a three minute uh, intro that sort of primed the Apple podcast. You know, I could get that downloaded, um, get Apple podcast to have my show show right. up, get a pre um, like that. Yeah. So once that happened, then I published my initial three episodes. I think that before I published an episode, I had six or seven interviews in the can. Okay. Not fully edited, but I had the interviews recorded. Right. And ideally, it's like I would like to maintain that pipeline so that I have a cushion there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of, you know, it cycles. There, there are times where I have, uh, you know, five to seven episodes recorded, not edited yet, but interviews recorded. And then there are other weeks where I'm like, all right. I think there was one, (laughs) there was one episode that I did the interview. I edited it that night and I published it 6 a.m. Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. That's when I try to publish. Yeah, I've I've done that one before. And um, that was actually, so I had a podcast back in 2015 and ran into that problem where I was having trouble um, getting guests on and I couldn't really get ahead. So um, there were times where it was literally last minute. I was, you know, I was either recording the day before or, you know, just like literally the day of release. And you're like, oh, it's a little bit of a later release, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and then you Um, get creative too, because uh, it was December. It was like holidays before Christmas time. And I didn't have any um, 
you know, I had no interview recorded and I'm like, what am I going to do? Maybe I should do like a solo monologue episode and test that out. And I ended up interviewing my three young kids <laughs> the night before <laughs> right. I had this little handheld recorder before they went to bed. I, I started asking them, asking them questions and then uh, put it all together and published that. So yeah, like I nice. said, it's an experiment and you try all sort of different things. So I think that's, that's kind of the fun of it. Right. Yeah, for right? sure. I mean, it is a creative outlet. It's yeah. not just uh, something that you're doing without any creative juices. I think creativity helps the podcasting process and, and uh, you know, that then you have some fun with it. Yep. No, definitely. And like this, this show is actually a mixed bag. So um, I have several solo episodes um, that kind of go along with uh, blog posts. And then I'm going to have some interviews as well. But I didn't want to make it just an interview show. Um, for that reason, I didn't want to kind of like run into Oh, my gosh, what do I do do I scramble because the format will just be like, here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get you launched. So here's good information. You can take action on it. And then every once in a while, we sprinkle in a podcaster like yourself where we can have a great conversation and say, hey, there are other people that have gone through these problems before and they've overcome them. This is how they've done it. And so, you know, it's, uh, I think that that will hopefully work out for me with this one. Um, so, but we're, we're pressing for it. So I'm, I'm going all in. I'm, you know, hitting the conferences. We're going to do all types of things with this one. So... Cool. Wrong. Cool. Well, I think there's a big need there. There's definitely a big need there. Um, you know, when you go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, there are so many shows. And, you know, oftentimes people say that there's a lot of junk out there. But right. on the other hand, I kind of go through and listen, and there's a lot of good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can sort of find inspiration and good ideas from some of those shows and hear what people are doing. Right. But um, yeah, there are a lot of people who are, there are a lot of great potential show, shows that have yet to be launched. So all, everyone is going to be <laughs> trying to do their research on how do I, you know, what are the technicalities, what are the uh, issues and what are the challenges? Yeah, for sure. And that's, you know, that's my, my very first post was some of the uh, six hidden costs that uh, a lot of podcasters don't know about when they're getting started. So mm, a lot of people- like a good one. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking it's like, okay, maybe, you know, they'll know they need to have a computer and, you know, get some hardware, but they don't realize, hey, you're paying for web hosting and you're paying for podcast hosting and you're paying for, you know, it's just kind of this list. Like, you know, sometimes the software is free, sometimes it's not. It really depends on what you're trying to do. And so, um, you know, I, I kind of outlined where a lot of those kind of costs can come into play. And it's like, you know, you're going to have some static ones and you're going to have some reoccurring monthly costs. And so, you know, you need to keep in mind, you know, if you're, if you're not an artistic person, like a designer, you need to pay someone to get a logo, you know, and yep. that, that can be a couple hundred bucks if you're, you know, depending on who you ask. So, you know, that's really, it's one of those things where I felt that that, um, that kind of article needed to be said because there are a lot of people that still get shocked. You know, they'll pay, you know, $1,200 to be in a course. And then the course will be like, oh, well, here's this $400 a month that we didn't tell you about that you have to pay. You're not paying it to us, but it's still coming out of your pocket. <laughs> right. It can add up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that that gets exposed immediately before anyone kind of starts paying for anything else. Cause you know, there's, there's going to be the cost that you're going to pay for services for people that help you out. But there's also these services of, you know, your online storage or anything else that you need to consider it. And so, um, you know, hardly anyone's an overnight success. So yeah. <laughs> it'll be a little while before you start bringing in some income with the podcast. Uh, Very to pay true. For it. So you got to find true. some way to pay those bills. Always. <laughs> How it works. Hey, my show is called Inspired Money, so I know I know about the money aspect. There you go. Yeah, you got that down. Um, 
<laughs> get people uh, to maybe maybe it'll be a new fund, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll work. We'll we'll figure some way to get like cryptocurrency to pay for it. <laughs> a new investment. Yeah. New investment strategy. <laughs> there you go. Podcast supply. Podcoin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we can do it. Um, <laughs> It's a whole separate conversation. So I saw that you did have uh, somebody that was a, um, I guess, Coinbase um, investor on your yeah. show at one point. So yeah, very early investor in Coinbase, in Coinbase and other cryptocurrencies. I was trying yeah. to learn about what what it's all about. So we can we can have a, a, a separate conversation about that if you do want to talk about it. So that's right. I'm gonna start <laughs> publishing podcasts in the blockchain and see what happens. <laughs> see how that works. That way, um, it's all verified that it really is indeed my show. It's like copyright. You no counterfeiting. To, yeah. You don't have to register it. So <laughs> <laughs> copyrighted the, the audio it's on the blockchain. So, yep. All right. Awesome. So, um, so we're coming close to time at this point. So I want to be respectful of your time. We're midday. I'm sure you have portfolios to manage or something like that. And, uh, actually I have to get back to work too, because I'm in the middle of my nine to five. That's <laughs> 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 how that works. We try not um, to talk about that, but yes. yeah. I might cut that out. So I don't know. <laughs> it depends if they hear it or not. Um, but yeah, so um, before we leave, um, so if somebody wants to try to get a hold of you, listen to your show, maybe they have some pointers or advice or anything, or, you know, just want to kind of say hi. Uh, thanks for the information. How can someone get a hold of you or find your show? Oh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, inspiredmoney.fm is the website. Uh, the show is in various podcast directories. I think all the ones that I'm aware of. So <laughs> Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can find us. Uh, go to inspiredmoney.fm forward slash Andy and you can send me an email. And then if not there, I'm in various uh, Facebook groups on uh, you know anything podcast related. So right. you know, usually I'm reading and weighing in on different uh, posts there too. Okay. Awesome. That's great. Um, and then I guess, uh, anything else that you want to say before we get going? Uh, no, if anyone, you know, will listen to inspired money, I welcome the feedback and thoughts because as, as we talked about in this program, it really is a process. And, you know, as a podcaster creator and showrunner, we're constantly trying to figure out how do, how do we improve the show? Uh, as far as format, duration of the show, whatever it may be, right. how can we make it better? Um, I didn't talk about that. You know, I think as a podcaster, you know, it, constantly we're trying to put ourselves in the place of the listener mm-hmm. uh, and trying to figure out, like, we know that there's a finite amount of time that we all have. So we're trying to create podcasts that provide the most amount of either value or entertainment because we're all competing for people's time. Right. And uh, so if people take the time to give a listen, we really appreciate it. And it means a lot to us. Yeah, for sure. No, awesome. So um, again, so head over to inspiremoney.fm and find Andy's show and, um, you know, give him a shout out, say hi to him. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll uh, chime in and, you know, ask questions and, you know, help you with any of your problems as well. So yeah, um, we're trying to have a, trying to have a good time. Talk about money, but, you know, not just, not make it boring and dry. Right. Right. We try to keep it, uh, keep it with interesting guests, inspiring stories and uh, yeah, hear cool things that people are doing about money. And hopefully that inspires our listeners to address, you know, their financial needs. Yeah, because for sure. it's oftentimes something that we put on the back burner because there are too many other things that we do during our day, which right. is usually emails and 
voicemails and <laughs> boring other things and phone calls and you know all the other stuff yeah but you gotta you know you gotta take care of your finances so that you uh can retire uh comfortably there you go awesome uh, thanks well, wayne thanks for having me on the show it's really uh, been been a pleasure awesome same thing for you andy it's been great talking to you and uh you have a good day thank you i look forward to meeting you soon all right bye awesome bye Thanks for listening to the Podcasters Podcast. Hopefully this episode inspired you to think about starting your own podcast. The Podcasters Podcast is brought to you by WCR Studios. Head on over to WCRstudios.com for any of your podcast production needs. Check out the Podcasters Podcast Facebook group, as well as hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Just take a look for the Podcasters Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next episode.